I'm Root Ty. And I'm Petty. And we're exercising our First Amendment rights with unabashed and uncensored conversations for a paper skin society. Brutally honest opinions based on facts. facts. We're rude. We petty. And this is highly offensive. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. It's fucking Freaky Friday. It's Friday. What do you got going on this weekend? <laughs> work? The fuck? I always work, work weekends, yeah. Yeah. Work, 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 work. Hey bro, get that money, get that money. I feel like uh, we always forget, I always say this, like we forget that uh, sometimes the job you have is like the part-time. It's the part-time to the real hustle. Like that's the, the part-time job is the side hustle the for the real thing you want to do. The real you yeah, then it's really easy to forget that, and then you're like, I don't want to go to work today. Oh, so you don't want to make any money for your real for your real hustle? Uh, guarantee money. You should just go to work. Like all you have to do is like you know, <laughs> work, 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 it's like three percent of your brain to do it, right? All right, guys. So we're gonna get right up in it. What are we gonna start? We're actually gonna start with something new this week. We're actually gonna go ahead and do a new thing. It's called the round of applause. Baby, make that ass clap. Oh wait, wait. No, that's not. Whoops, my fault. My fault. <laughs> well, maybe not that one. But yeah, I mean, a round of applause. A round of applause this week goes out to Megan The Stallion. Um, if you're not a Megan The Stallion fan, you're fucking up. Megan The Stallion is out like a new, fresh look on feminism and what you could do when you put your mind to shit like she's fucking amazing she has so many accolades in, a, in addition to her hot girl summer mixtape I don't know hot what the girl li- yeah, has been like blowing up all summer she even got a chance to coin that term love it she what is it she win BT's best new artist award um yeah best new artist that's what it was right yeah. uh and what else did she win? She has, uh, she has a, a lot of stuff. And she's also, in addition to being on tour, she's also in fucking school completing her degree, man. Her second degree. Her second degree. That shit is dope. Like, I always, I follow her on Twitter and she always has, uh, she's just posting stuff about her going to class and I fucking live for that. It gives, like, it gives you a chance to see what it looks like when you put your mind to something when you really have goals and dreams. Like, hey. like ambition that's yeah. what it is like it is she, like, regardless yeah. of how busy you are you can still like go to school and shit cause she's fucking touring the world and shit making music being in the studio all that shit she's yeah. still going to school right right so that shit is super dope um she's also Liddy uh, what she was I, I think it was, I don't know if she was I think I listened to Lip Service and it was a different interview that Lip Service had put, had uh, had for her. And she was talking about how she wanted to use her degree to create um, a company that does subsidized housing. Because that's like where she comes from right. and stuff. So I think that's really freaking cool. That's like That's what you, using your, using your magic to actually build something lasting. And that's... That's it right there, that's man. It, that's it. And also, you said it right there. That's it. And no, number one for me is she's a fucking true feminist. Her definition of what hot girl summer was. This is also paraphrased. Feminism is a, to her is about making someone else a hot girl, using your confidence to boost your other girls up and bring them to your level as well. Like that's how you do it. That's what actual feminism is. It's not about bringing somebody else down with your judgmental ass views. It's using your confidence to bring everybody else up, lift them up, don't tear them down. I fuck. I'm a big stand for her, man. I love her. Man. Yeah, yeah, round of applause, yeah. make a sound, round of applause, round of applause. We gotta get an applause button where it's just like the studio audience is like, 
Right? Yes. Like, I wonder, I bet you Anchor totally does that. You get like a soundboard or some shit. Right? Um, just, uh, oh, guys, if you are, I don't know where everyone's listening at. We are officially up on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Pocket Casts. We're on a few others. We're also our oh, main. We're on SoundCloud, too? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're still so on So we out here. We out yeah. here. I want to hear no excuses, goddammit. Yeah, you, you can guys search can, us. Yeah, you guys can find us anywhere. Um, and it, that is obviously highly offensive. So our main platform, I think, is Anchor, and they do everything for us, which is pretty dope. Um, so if you're trying to start your own thing, uh, check out Anchor. They're a really awesome podcast um, platform app. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get into our first segment, and we're going to go with Newsworthies. Uh, what's on the news docket today? Heard about that wild shit, T.I.S.O.? Oh, my God. Yeah, fucking T.I., bro. Wild. Like, just cut that out, man. So for those of y'all who don't know, like, Recently, T.I. was on a podcast, what was it called, Ladies Like Us, I believe is the name of it, and on said podcast, he let it be known that he still chases his daughter to, like, when she goes for her checkups with her gynecologist, whatever, whatever, he makes sure that her hymen is still intact, and that's wildly invasive, and that's just kind of weird and creepy, but hey, what else, right? What do I Um... So what's your opinion on that, really, though? Like, okay, right. so you're a man. Well, obviously, we know I'm going to give my opinion, but... So you're a man. Right. And Four. let's say, let's put yourself... You don't have any kids. I don't have no. any kids. Don't if you have about. a... Ch- yeah, but you... Fuck around and have somebody else come up here and be petty to you. Wow. And talk about your fucking wow. child. Wow. 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 So do you... So you have little sisters, right? Yeah. All right. Um... Is this some, do you, do you, how are yours like, so from your observation, mm-hmm. uh, as a man, and also having little sisters, you don't have kids, so we're going to go from the standpoint of watching your parents parent your sisters. Right. What's your opinion on this? My opinion on all that? I feel like it's just, why does he need to be there type shit? Like, it's really invasive because, have, like, going through the, you know, gynecologist stuff like that, that's a really, like, kind of intimate thing, because you're, like, propped up on, like, a chair, legs, for them, you know. So you kind of exposed, right? Mm. And the last thing, you know, you would want to like have your dad there, and be like, oh, check her hymen and shit. Like, nigga, what? Who does this shit? Who's responsible? I agree. I totally agree. Um, as far as I, I agree on the point of this is a little wild um, to be like for a dad to be in the room, and it's the. I think it's more. I think what people are more jarred by is the asking um, to check her hymen. The- if she's so she's having sex and the doctor apparently informed him that um, like the clip is him talking and the doctor is like uh, he said the doctor was being really professional it's like you know you can't um, there's other ways that's uh, you know hymen can be broken yeah. sports physical activity and he's like she don't play no sports she don't have no physical no, activity no, no, no. if I can check yeah, her hymen right check her, check her hymen like okay so I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this one right go on the floor is yours you got this who who is everyone? Granted, everyone is you. One hundred percent. We're allowed. I mean, this podcast is about opinions, right? Everyone is allowed to have an opinion on anything they want. And if you're putting your familial business out there, right? You're putting it out there, and you with the full knowing fact that people will have an opinion, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, the people who do have this opinion, where is the opinion really coming from? It's like everyone is so out about it like how dare he you know talk about um he shouldn't angelie was saying that he like she he shouldn't have any control over her body yada yada bro 
That's his whole ass kid. She is the fruit of his loins. And that it's like, so if you don't have a child, I feel like you don't get what that feels like to want to protect, especially a girl. Like, I'm sorry. Everyone can say whatever they want. Women should be protected in this way. And I don't think he's doing it in a malicious way. I do think there's a double standard that he's um, not doing That's it with his sons. That's what I'm going to Yeah, we'll to. talk about that in a second. Yeah, that he's not doing it with his sons. But let's just focus on the fact of, of her. I think that T.I. is just a father who wants to make sure that his daughter is, you know, being kind to herself also. I don't know that it's a 100% wanting to control her thing. Because, hey, guess what? If she wants to fuck, she gonna fuck. And it's not gonna matter. That's the thing. That's not like the whole checking and she make is. sure her hype is intact. So, but that's on him, right? Like, whatever. Like, maybe that gives him peace of mind. Because he, like, look at T.I., bro. He knows what is out there. Yeah, he knows what I, kind of I shit. And at the end of the day, who's gonna get pregnant and be stuck with the baby if she does have a, if she does, um, have a, if she does have uh, sex and let's say it's unprotected, and let's, well, even if protected, let's say she has a baby. Who is at more risk, at, even for STDs, because it's penetrative? It's women. Who is at risk to get pregnant? It's women. Who is at risk to get the, who, for their virtue to be fucking deteriorated by some man who's going to fucking punk her later? Because guess what? At 16 years old, when this started, when he started going with her, she's 18 now. Yes, she has full rights over her body. But at 16 years old, you don't know anything. Do you want to know what? At 16 years old... I had literally just had my first kiss. So for me, I'm like, those things were never a big deal. Like the whole sex talks and stuff. Like I just grew I like, I really fun, like found a lot of um, information through school. But now a parent is taking it into their hands to make sure that their child is being saved. Maybe he doesn't have all the tools to, or for himself to be able to teach her in his way. Like Charlie talks about the masculine and the feminine. Maybe it's too much masculine. He's like, I can't talk to her about this. I just don't want her to do it at all. Because what if she gets a prank? What if she gets pregnant? What if she gets an STD? What if she gets this? Like it's worrisome for a, for a father to have a child. Go ahead. Okay. So my point is this. I get the fact he's trying to look out. Sure, I understand mm-hmm. that. My thing is, is why feel the need to broadcast this personal information for the world to know? I want to know what the question was that made him say this. Let me see. What was I wonder what the question was that made him say it. While you, uh, Penny Tudor, look no, no, at the question. Because what happened was on the podcast, he was boasting and shit that his daughter hadn't had sex because he takes her to these gynecologist checkups and her hymen's still intact. But, um... Doc, hold on, but hold on, what's her name? What's her name? Yeah. Dr. Jen Gunter? That's her last name? Okay, cool. She's a doctor. She wrote a book called The Vagina Bible, and she's also known as Twitter's gynecologist because people ask her a question on Twitter, she answers them. Then she better take your ass to the gynecologist. And but she's a legit doctor. I know, yeah. But, but, but she said herself, like, the hymen is no virginity indicator. Mm-hmm. 50% of all sexually active teens do not have a disrupted hymen. The hymen yeah. is often very flexible. So, even if she was fucking, he still might not even know. And here's the better part. Remember you was talking about before, like, how... When I had sex, I didn't bleed because I was an athlete, so I did. I probably popped that shit, like, a really long time ago. But you know how you were saying earlier, like, she, he don't keep that same energy with his son, right? So they asked him, oh, do you keep, like, how you take her for checkups? Like, do the same shit with your son and, you know, scrutinize him, this, that, and the third. And he was like, no. So this is what I see with that, right? Like, everybody wants to shot double standard about it. Um... At the end of the day, he should be way more protective over his daughter than he is. Then not that he should be, but like people want to say they should be equal, but it isn't equal because there are things that are vastly different for women than they are for men. 
They just are. And there's simple biology and that's just what it is. And if a father wants to protect his child in whatever way he sees his child, ladies and gentlemen, his it's, child, it's, the fruit of his, his loins. His How kid. fucking dare people come at him? Yeah, like, like, he's, like, I get what they're coming at, but like now else people are coming at his parenting skills with his daughter. Would you prefer him be, not, not that this is like a counter argument, but like, would you prefer him be less involved? Would you prefer for him not give a fuck at all? The same way he not gives a fuck about with his son? My thing is, like I said, my thing is this, why share this with the world? Why, like, what's the benefit of telling people this? Like, that's what I, that's what I don't get. Like, why share this with other people? And then let them know, hey, I still take my daughter. I mean, who knows why people say anything, but he said it, so now we talk about it, right? But I, but I feel like he doesn't have bad intentions behind it. I don't think so I, at all. But it's just... I think people are trying to make it out to seem exactly. as though he's got, like, some malicious intent, when I don't think that that's what they that's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like, it, like you said, he's still trying to, you know, look out for his daughter and stuff like that make sure you know right i think he's trying to look out for her do i think that uh, maybe it's a little bit overprotective and inv- and kind of um an invasion of her privacy maybe that should be something that but happens with her daughter. mom that's like his oldest daughter though. like his yeah that's his baby yeah. dude like my daughter. my dad and i's relationship is very different um from that like my dad it like i don't know we just have this um there's like a trust like i didn't lose my virginity until i was 19 like because i just i wasn't that kid i didn't have to be told that i learned from the my environment um my mother had my brother at 19 years old and it was obviously a different time. Um, but I just always said I didn't want to be my mom in that way. I wanted to be able to get out of school and not have a baby and not be pregnant. When you have shows like 16 and pregnant, glorifying pregnancy, no matter which way you fucking slice it, they're glorifying pregnancy because guess what? The glory is being on television, right? So let me get fucking pregnant. It's like you're going to be on the fucking show. Yeah, dude, Hello, that like shit. TV? Or let me get a girl pregnant. Let me, like, lie to her, tell her I'm fucking um, her, like, I love her or I'm interested in her and I care about her. And uh, just so I can end up being on a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People, and if people don't want to believe that others are and men and women alike can be easily as manipulative, whoo, get out from under the fucking padded rock in which you live in. She said padded rock. Like, cut that out. No. Do I think that it's invasive for him to do that? Yeah, a little bit. But do I think it's in, done in a malicious and malicious like way? I don't no. think there's no malicious intent behind it, but, you know, everybody gonna flip it. Like, no, make yeah. It some yeah. But I do get... Would you do that to your kid? Let's say, okay, so let's put ourselves in a position where we have kids, right? Like, you have a kid, what would you do? That's one of those things, like, I will let her mom do it because... That'd be more, I think it'd be more comforting for her, for my child, if my mom's there. Like, if her mom's there instead of me being there, because, you know, they're both women and stuff. So, it's more relatable in a way. And it's more like, if there's any, like, awkward questions and stuff like that, it wouldn't be as awkward since there's another woman there that can kind of, like, explain any, you know, know, misunderstanding. You don't think that him being there as a father and and, um, kind of taking on that role is a little bit, uh, it's, like, more breaking gender stereotypes and roles? It is. Like, hey, uh, so what if I'm the man? I'm going to go with my daughter. Because what if one day, God forbid, you know, knock on wood, that Mm -hmm. Tiny's not there? And now, now he has to actually learn about it. And it's much harder. I remember back when I first, um... There were, like, I got, I remember when I first started, like, you know, having uh, my period, hormone changes, it was, and, like, you're still going through that around 18. My mom had to go to New York and take care of her mother, mm-hmm. and it was just me and my dad, and I had, like, a full-ass rage mode in my house, and I was raging about eight. something. PMS like a motherfucker. My dad was like, oh, full my fucking God, rage. like, what do I even do right now? I don't even know how to help her. She's crying, <laughs> she's screaming. What do I do? Yeah, what do I so... Do? So I think that the, like there's a, there's two sides to this argument, right? Yes, did Tia is is it kind of invasive for him to specifically want to know that her hymen is not broken, that she's not having sex? 
Uh, yeah, yeah a because bit. to be fair, it is. But do I think like with Angela? Really do I agree with Angela E? Absolutely not. Is that his that yeah, that's his daughter. It is his business. But like, if she want to be fucking like, it's his business about. Yeah, she's gonna do it anyway. Whether that's what I'm saying. Either way, but don't you think that builds trust between them too? I don't think that it breaks the trust. It I, break I think it trust. actually. I think that it does build trust. Like you know, um, he's trusting her to not do that because he is gonna check up and it's gonna kind of hit, hamper her from doing certain things. But it also may not. Like, what if they go one year and it is broken, but she hasn't had sex? Is he gonna wild out? No, I don't think so. Like, I'm sure he understands the matters of science, but I think he is being, over, I think he's being um, maybe overproductive, but still the key word there is protective of their child. And I don't think it's in a way where it's detrimental to her or, um, and to her growth. I think it's going to make, I think it actually probably makes her a lot, like value herself a lot more. Mm-hmm. I go back to when I, I, I'm very thankful I lost it in the way that I did. I trusted the person and very like someone I know. So like. For me, I, I I always said it was a good experience, but I know a lot of people who didn't have a good experience. There's this whole thing put on for on like losing your virginity when you're really not losing anything. Yeah, I think I sent you that post. Like you're not losing anything. Yeah, no, you're not. I actually follow this guy Max um, Max the the fourth or something on Instagram. He's a um, non-binary like Instagram personality and he posts uh, he posted something about virginity and he's like yeah people put all this stigma on losing your virginity and it feels like something you you know like you'll never get back and it kind of puts a negative and a lot of pressure on it when it should be like you know a sexual debut and all the uh, spotlights on you and it feels like it might end in a magical fucking musical number well, yeah like why not treat it in that way instead of something like that is gonna be like you gotta fucking mourn its death or something because I have friends that lost it and were like Oh uh, my god! Like I can't lie, I even had a moment afterwards. Like I remember talking about, I had like a my best friend actually talked about it with me the other day, and like a straight up freak out after it. Like even though it was like the best experience possible, um, I still was like, oh my god! Like what did I do? Why did I do this? Like uh, I feel so unpure. Yeah, and I was like, you're so, and I was like, you're so right. You're still a virgin, and I'm not. And I was like, oh god, but. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. And I actually do think that him going with her maybe won't make it in that way. But that whole stigma thing, is that more so like a society thing? It is a societal thing. It is. And I think that... that's also part of why he does that with her is to it could be that could be why he does that with her is to protect her in that way because at the end of the day people are still going to lo- to uh, look at a woman um, and her sexual life vastly different than they're going to look at a man in their sexual life but I think that the reasons why we look at the, them different should be the actual conversation when women are statistically more susceptible to getting STDs than men. Women literally are 100% more susceptible to getting pregnant than a man. A man can just walk away, the woman cannot. And I think that that's part of it and it should be looked at in that way instead of like, oh, this man trying to control this woman's body. Outrage, rage, this rage. Cancel TI, which are fake woke culture. No, dude, that's not. We talked about that last week. Obama shames when people do fake culture. Yeah, see, people getting upset about it is, yeah, fake activism. Man, that's, I, Shame. I don't think that he did anything. T.I. can police his daughter's pussy all he wants to. That's his fucking choice. It like is his daughter. And at 18 years old, now she does have the right to say no. Yeah. So she it. does have the right to like say said, no. But if he's is... paying all the bills, hey, <laughs> my dad says that to me. If you're from the islands, you kind of get this mentality. Like, if you're living under my roof mm-hmm. and you're, I'm paying all the bills, you don't pay anything, mm-hmm. 
you can move. My dad has told me this on multiple occasions. We'll never kick you out, but if you don't like the rules here, you can go. You can go. Because guess what? It is their rules, and it sh- as it should be, until you are like, yeah, at 18, you're legally considered an adult, but, but are you really if you're though? legally, financially tied to your Except- parents, you ain't got your own money, bruh, you book- you not no adult. Stop I- it. Cut that out. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, can't. I can't with people. People are too loud. They want to be all up in everybody's business. On that note, we actually. On that yeah, note, yeah, you have a. Do you want to add on that note, I feel like I said before. I feel like he has no bad intentions behind it. Just the whole him going on a podcast and talking about the shit. Because that's something that's still like a very it's, private. Yeah, it that's is still private. a very I, private I that, thing. I think that was really. Um, so that's my her. whole gripe. Yeah, like, you kind of disregarded her privacy. In that exactly. Way. That's the main thing I'm upset with. Because like I said, that's a private thing to do. You get me? Because yeah. like I said, you're exposed, you propped up on the chair, you really can't do shit. That's so, what people should be upset about. I'll say this about the gynecologist though, as people want to talk about how it's like, oh, y'all were exposed, la la la. Okay, guys, <laughs> if you've not been to the gynecologist yet and you are over 18 years old, I really highly suggest you go. It isn't as bad as everybody thinks it is. It isn't anything crazy. Um, I really love I my gynecologist. She's freaking great. Dr. Liana Boxali. If you're in Miami, look her up. She's fantastic. Um, she's like my girl. Like, it's like my homegirl fucking... Like, it's up, not sis? sexual. It's not... It just feels like... Like, if you have genuine genuine interest in making sure your body is okay, you're good, you don't feel that way. You don't feel exposed. You're in a room by yourself. It is just you and her. Um, unless you want someone else in. I wouldn't be uncomfortable if my mom or my dad was in the room. I feel like my dad would be more uncomfortable than anything else. Um, but it isn't anything crazy. You aren't... It's not, unco- it's not as uncomfortable as everybody makes it out to be. It's just, in my opinion. It's not, and I think that just comes from trusting no. the doctor. And you've got to find the right doctor that doesn't make you feel like that. Because if you feel like that with your doctor... I think that you should find another doctor that yeah, makes you that feel more comfortable. comfortable. Not that the doctor is doing anything wrong. Maybe y'all just don't vibe like that. And that that's where it starts. It's the important part of finding a doctor mm-hmm. that you click with, that you feel 100% so comfortable with. Because cool they way. are going to be looking at your pussy. Pretty much. So it's like, hey, let me look at your badge real quick. Right. All right, guys. <laughs> that's it for our Newsworthy. Do you have anything else on Newsworthy? I mean, uh, do we want to talk about Kanye? We can talk about him for a quick sec. You want to? Crazy Kanye. You Kanye's can't. crazy antics. Okay, go ahead. Maybe we'll do a whole segment on Kanye's crazy antics we of the week. Kanye's done so, enough shit. We can do enough, a whole right. episode on Kanye at this point. What, so last week, um, Kanye West debuted his album, I Am, what is it, I Am Jesus? Jesus is King? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right, let's Jesus whatever. is King. Um, I think the concept was cool, uh, but... I do not, and I, last week I said I think that I don't know if Kanye has good intentions or not, but I do think that he's 100% about the money. Um, I think that's one thing that people forget about Gemini's is how uh, versatile they can be, which is why they get the... How versatile? They, yeah, they can get the moniker of being a two-faced, um, but that's because pure, like, logic, they are, like, they're ruled by Mercury, right? Mercury, if you guys don't know... I was like, you're not asking me, because shit, I don't, right? I don't know. Right, like, I'm going to tell you Mercury, guys, right? right? Nigga, you actually have Nigga, Petty called me. I ask you astrology stuff. You finish. I don't fucking know. Petty texts me and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck is Mercury in retrograde?" Really? A Gatorade or whatever. Where yeah, he's fuck? Gatorade, Mercury and Gatorade. No, no, I was like, "Oh, Mercury's in Gatorade again." Like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, all right, quick little tiny blip about some factual things about astrology and how how this relates, right? So, Mercury, it's like Gemini, um, is ruled by Mercury, which is like the planet, and the planet Mercury is named after the Roman god. So, and in Greek mythology. That's Hermes, right? Hermes is the god of communication and the god of, um, like, 
like he's Quicksilver. He is the mailer god, like messenger god to the gods. So uh, that's also if you notice the planet Mercury moves really fast and has a really fast revolution around the earth, around the sun. Also, um, that uh, yeah. Uh, so with uh, Mercury being the planet of communication as it relates to the god, that's what happened. Like. And also being ruled by Gemini. Um, like when Mercury goes into retrograde, quick example, of, like quick explanation about this. It's basically um, like you're driving on a highway. Like imagine we're Mercury, like it's two cars. Mercury is a car we're, and planet Earth is a car. And we're all driving at the same speed. But then one of us um, like speeds up. So it, like Mercury speeds up, it actually feels like we're going backwards. So that's what it feels like when Mercury goes into retrograde. Um, if that makes any sense to anyone, I can whatever right so when mercury goes into retrograde how it happens how the energies play out for us um depending on where what plan what uh sign it's going into retrograde in is how it'll pan out for you in your specific life right so and a lot of it is all internal and it's about communication and communication with um like travel and how like even bring it all the way down to the word commute Right, so where you're going, um, it's just like short trips. Short it rules trip, how you, trip. yeah, technology. Um, Are you bringing people with you? Going yeah, solo? yeah, it, it has a lot. That, yeah, so like when Mercury goes into retrograde, it's asking you to um, reevaluate uh, your communicative skills, right, in those ways and how it plays out in your houses. So back to Mercury and Gemini and Kanye West. So Kanye is a Gemini ruled by Mercury and which is communication, right? So they know a little bit about everything. They are like their role in the Zodiac is I speak. So they're the words. They are the, the collectors of, um, of facts. Like they know a lot. They know a little bit about everything. And that's what makes their personality so mutable and so easily easy to interchange with other things and that's where they get the two-facedness from because they actually are all those things they just pick and choose when they're going to tell you that they're those things as well as surprise, when they're going to use it so to surprise. me surprise motherfucker it is no surprise that kanye west is now going into gospel more gospel stuff and now he's really religious they're also notorious like fanatics um, just like their counterpart Sagittarius, they can be very fanatical about things. Like there's not a single thing that Kanye West has done that doesn't make that he is not a fanatic about, and he goes super hard for it. Like when he was it really into fashion. Yeah, when he first started his shoes. Yeah, I'm gonna go really hard on dressing like a hobo. Hey. Right. Whatever. So now he's going really in, and he's doubling down on his whole, um, you know, born again Christian thing. What a yada yada. Uh, so. I see why people think that it isn't it isn't real and it is for monetary. I do. I think it's I think it's purely for monetary reasons. But do I think it's not real? No, I think it's I think it is real, but I think that he it's real that he cares he's gonna use this to make a lot of money. Like sell two hundred dollar socks. Uh what? $200 gospel socks? You got church socks? Are you kidding me? Wait, what? But you're but you're about but you're about the people. What? You're not. I think Kanye is trying to make moves to be a pastor. Even the pastor of the church. In the church of Kanye. That, I would never go. Just think, guess just, what? Just think about it. The church of Kanye. Just think the about it. The church of sounds. Kanye. Um, I see a lot of people still going to it. People yeah. are going to talk all day about Kanye. They're still going to support him. They're yeah. still going to wait in line and buy those hideous fucking, like, 
Bro, his shoes look like socks that were dipped in rubber at the soles. Cut that out. Like, that shit is not swag. It isn't. You guys are all hype beasts, and you're going to continue to be hype beasts for a man who is playing the fuck out of you. Because also, Play Gemini, notoriously, the trickster. That's what the, the legend behind him, Hermes, is actually that uh, he was a trickster god yeah. and the god of like, just, mischief. Yeah, he's running around talking shit to fucking people. Yeah. He's like, oh, so and so was talking shit the about The gossip. You. Just to stir the pot. That's, yeah, that's yeah. So, so all like, he was running around to stir the pot. And he's very good at doing at stirring so. the said pot. Yeah, he's very good at stirring the pot and getting people. Because I believe that Kanye totally thinks that. Um, he can't do no wrong. He can do no wrong because you guys let him do no wrong because you guys yeah, support yeah, him. Y'all don't hold him accountable. Y'all are going to talk about how trash his shit is, but you're still going to yeah, support him. You're still going to give him streams. You're still going to buy his clothes. You're still going to be in his concerts because you guys fucking love it. So don't lie and say you're not for him when you are. But I don't get why you are. That's the part I don't get about so Kanye. I can't. Like Kanye is playing all y'all niggas. That fucking album... Um, to my knowledge, it's trash. I heard it was not very good. I heard the best part about it was everything but Kanye uh, being on it. So, Kanye's just playing you guys, and that's just what it is. The the we want to talk about Kanye? I think we're done with the crazy Kanye topic. Because yeah, we, we talked about Kanye last week. Can we not do this? Yeah, I'm over him now. Um, I mean, I'm sure he'll do something equally. He's, oh, he's actually, he said that the reason that people can buy land now currently is um, because of Donald Trump. Kanye West, I need you to really stop sucking that other Gemini's dick for a little bit so you can come back to really reality where everyone else is. He's being friends because Trump ain't worried about him paying his taxes. I'm like Obama was, so I mean, hey. Oh, oh. Obama trying to get Kanye to pay them taxes, dog. He ain't gonna do it. Now Trump's in office. He's like, oh, that's my nigga. Is that all we've got? I think that's... So is there anything else that we have for Newsworthy? I mean... Oh, actually, yeah. Back to the... I actually really wanted to talk about this. Um, Rhythm and Flow. I know you didn't watch. I watch. Um, It's actually T.I.'s show. (laughs) Cardi B is on it. So is Chance the Rapper. Um, I think it's honestly one of the most important shows uh, as far as uh, musical competition shows. It's... The first of its kind in that way to really um, shed a spotlight on rappers and hip hop. Um, I think that's what makes the show super important. It's pretty cool. Uh, I. It's not the first show. It's the first show that blew up. In like that, no, that. in that way, one hundred percent. What other shows are like that? There were the shows like that. No, the only thing that came closest to it would be making the band, which was not the same. No, no, no. Right top of it, it was another show. He's coming on. What was it? I think VH1 or um, MTV2. It was pretty much the same premise where it was like eight or like ten rappers and stuff. Or like music artists, they live in a the house, they do like the little challenges, this, that, and the third. And every week somebody had to go home, so there was like two people left. And mm-hmm. then the finale, they're doing like the sing off and stuff. And then whoever. Yeah, you'll have to one. find out what that show is, but. I forgot what it was what called, though, but, sh- it, but it was like a while ago. Yeah, but what makes this show really special to me is the money that they gave them is 250 mm-hmm. um, mil. Is that what it is? Uh, 250,000. Oh, like 250 million. Excuse me? 250000 I would have signed up for that show with right? You get me uh, fucked up. $250,000. I could um, run a 16, but There's a quarter mil. Um, and it's completely contract free. So they got to do whatever they want with it. Um, so I think that's really cool. That's the cool. best part, really. Yeah. Um, also, the, art, the reason I actually even started watching the show was um, I saw London B on, um, I think, it, I don't know if it was Ebro's show or Sway in the Morning. 
Um, I think that's what the show's called. Sweet oh, California. Yeah, um, and she was doing a freestyle. Bro. That was the oh, girl that had like the so She has the black and white. Yeah, she's got the blonde, black and... The black and blonde mohawk. Yeah, right? she's... Okay. When I tell... I, she makes me excited about female rappers and, and like female hip-hop artists. Um, the same way Lizzo does, but her specifically because she is so brilliant with her lyrics and her cadence and her flow and like she just has it she's got that that star quality like all i had to do was hear her and i liked her immediately and then i really dove into her instagram and i found it like i realized she was on rhythm and flow so that's actually what made me watch the show and i was not disappointed she is fantastic like She's real great, and I'm actually gonna pause here. I'm gonna like take a quick second. And we're gonna, I'm gonna add in her, the one that this is one of her challenges. They had to do a challenge where they made a video and a song, and this one was where I was like, oh man, if she doesn't make it to top. Like I already knew she was gonna be a top four, but like had I not known, I would have been like, if she don't make it, that's crazy. Like this is rigged. If you don't make it, I'm all right. right. So here's the song. It's called um, I Can't Change. Right, all right, so that was the song, guys. Uh, that's a little clip of it. Uh, she, like, she's just great. She makes me excited. You know me, I'm all about other women and getting, empowering them and doing Woo! big things. She's a mom. I think she's like 25. Actually, she's also a Gemini, too, so that's that makes sense to me why she's so fucking dope one. with her words. One. Yeah, you can, like, everybody wants to hate on Geminis, and I think it's funny because I see why they would, but you still love it the same way you still love Angelina Jolie. You still love Morgan Freeman. Y'all still like Kanye. You still like Biggie. You still like Tupac. Every single one of those is a fucking Gemini. Lauren Hill, Gemini. You have the, you got the primal we, twin and you got the nice twin. We knew Lauren Hill was a Gemini when she showed up to that concert like 20 minutes late. She don't give a shit. No, yeah, they will. Just, if they show <laughs> they up show at all. Feel like it. If they show up at all, right? I was like, she a Gemini. Like, for real, for real. She's like, I think she, Kanye has a line in song where he said he's the... Uh, my oh yeah, it is funny. My presence is a present. Kiss my ass. He's not even joking because he didn't have to come. He didn't want to. He's like, oh, I'm here. You're welcome. Yeah, and then he'll leave. Ghost. You're welcome. Gotta Ghost, go. Right. Uh, yeah. So um, that's all I want to talk about music. Um, the other person on there, I think the person who won. Spoiler alert, guys. Was, was if you haven't watched, if you watched is um, D Smoke. Yeah. Oh, he's great. he's great. I don't know what's in the water in Inglewood, but he's great. I'm like, real good. I'm glad he won, because low-key, he was going to give the money to his, like, pops and his mom and pops anyway, because they sacrificed so much for him and his siblings growing apparently, up, so he paid it back. Apparently, he's Sir's brother. Right? Let's we'll fact check that. Yeah, that's what somebody told me. Like, we'll um, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually going to fact check that right now. Um, Live on air? Yeah. You talk about me fact checking on the air? What do you mean? We're su- that's what you're supposed to do. Don't just like say shit that's wrong, bro. I'm not trying to have people come at me because then I'm gonna have to get live on them. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna fact check that right now. But uh, D Smoke is. Um... Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. He comes from a musical family. Um, as Sir is his. It says here that yeah, his brother. Um, so I don't know what that means. It kind of made, when I found out that that was his brother, it made sense to why, like he obviously, it does come from a musical family, but it makes me wonder if that played any role into him winning. But when you see the talent, you can't think that uh, as well. So, I mean, you know, 
This thoughts, this thoughts. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that's why he won. Because I, if you saw the show, you know he's great. If you know, you know. Yeah, you know he was really good. Like, um, he did a really good job when he he has a they have to do a, a remix, and his was with um, what's oh crap, brain fart. Yeah, a little bit. Live um, on air. <laughs> his was with turn that off. His was with um. I got a message. I'm sorry. Why are you having? Why is your sound on? I don't want to hear the message. Ding. Yeah, um, so who's this? Oh my god, Miguel. Oh. There we go. Yeah, he's uh, he had to do a remix with Miguel of um, his song, uh, Don't Ask Me because I didn't watch the show. Miguel D. Smoke. I watched like the last performance he did, that was pretty because, I, like I said, I didn't watch the show, but I watched, like, you know, clips of the performances and stuff, and his final one was pretty Anyway, cool. yeah, I'll look for what it was. But, yeah, he had a, a remix with D-Smoke with uh, Miguel. That was really great. His last performance was stellar. I also really liked Troy Man. He was real great. Um, uh, I think Lonnie B is going to be um, really great on her own. And even, she's very rem- reminiscent to me of Cardi. When you think back to Cardi's first mixtape um, or the second one, um... She had uh, the one with uh, Forever on it and uh, was popping. Uh, it's very reminiscent of that, and it makes me excited for her. Like I don't think I don't think it truly matters to, for her if it if she didn't win or not because she's already a sensation as it is. And it's funny because Cardi says on show she's like once the show airs, like I, it's not even gonna matter because people will like you just because, um, and you just have that. You have the star quality in that way. Nice. Um, which kind of made me, uh, which is why I was like. Uh, why do why ah. why wasn't it just her and D Smoke in the end? It was ah. her and Flawless, but you know, um, I think she held her she held her own amongst all those men uh, around her, and especially in an industry that is really male dominated. I think she shines, and I think men and women are gonna like her, and they do. So shout out to London B, bitch, keep popping your shit. <laughs> Well, but another thing too, which is dope, if you ever notice, like whoever doesn't win, like the shows, like the, these little like singing shows, so like you know who's got talent, America's Got Next Model, whatever, like the people will come and like run around like second, third place and shit like that too. They end up getting popular. They blow up more than the person who actually wins the thing. Right? Yeah, they totally do. Uh, I wish you watched. You you probably actually really like it. You think it's gonna be cringy, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> There's some parts that are that's cringy. Why I, I was like. Yeah, they don't do that many cringy people on there. Like, they kind of um, breeze through the cringy ones. Like, they kind of do them, like, in a bulk, you know? Yeah. They don't, like, yeah, they but really only it. showcase the really good artists. But not, like, because, you know, like, from American Idol and all that other shit, where it's, like, just a bunch of cringy motherfuckers and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's like, why that's you So that kind of, I'm just like... No, this one wasn't like that, which is also what made it vastly different. Um, man, they give you production value on that show, let me tell I mean, you. I it's on Netflix. I better get some goddamn production value shit. Right? Yeah, no, it was really great. <laughs> I really liked it a lot. Um, they don't do that. They kind of, they do the opposite of, like, uh, what American Idol would do, where they kind of show you all of the shitty ones and then kind of um, really, like, short clip the good ones that went on. Um, they do the reverse of that. They short clip the shitty ones that are really cringy and they, just keep and they actually make it more funny than anything okay. like you know and you know cardi she's a fucking she's a ridiculous person yeah. and she's easy to make you laugh so um yeah that's uh that's it for yeah, our news really. um we'll be right yeah. back we're gonna take a short break guys and we'll be right back with our next segment which is oh wait what the fuck fuck <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, okay, so yeah, 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 we're ah, recording. Hey guys, we're fuck, back. So, fuck, I wasn't ready. Now we're, uh, now we're back in. We back in it. Everybody's favorite non licensed psychologist, Dr. Phil McGraw, said some wild shit the other day. He was like, hey, smoking weed is the equivalent of opening up your computer and pouring water on it because apparently weed lowers your IQ and makes you more violent, this, that, and the third. According to a person who doesn't have a license in fucking psychology, but what do I know, right? So, <sighs> this motherfucker, this motherfucker. So recently on his show, he had a mother and her son, JJ, right? JJ, motherfucker's out of hand. He, you know, acting up at school, this, that, and third, whatever, whatever, right? So, he correlated JJ's shit behavior to the fact that JJ also smokes weed. Not to the fact that he's like 12 years old and he's a bad shit fucking kid, but because he smokes weed. So, he just directly correlates to, right? So, the wildest shit he was saying was like, oh, your brain grows until you're 25, more or less, right? And it's always changing. When you get to like 18, 19, 20, it's pruning itself back. When you smoke marijuana, it's like opening your computer up and pouring water inside. A lot of things short out and it connects where it's not supposed to and really creates problems. So that's half right. So this article, guys, is actually from... Vice. Yeah, it's the Vice Vice. article. Vice.com. Yeah, you can find the article on Vice.com. And it was written by uh, Manisha Krishan. Krishnan? Yeah. yeah, we go there. Yeah, so go ahead, Fetty. All right, so, like I was saying before, your brain does develop into your 20s. That part is true. But the analogy you use with the computer and the water, that's not really it. Because what happens is... There is no evidence that smoking weed like, calls you to rewrite your brain, if that makes sense. But it does... It relaxes... It releases some of the. It helps your body release like chemicals and stuff that help you relax for like pain or anxiety and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there is good into it, but it's just the. No, he didn't do no fucking research. He was just on TV just spouting out all this wild shit, and he even said like, "Yo, if you occasionally smoke weed, your IQ will go down." When there's no fucking correlation to that whatsoever. When there's three separate studies, and the only one study that showed was. Sure, you have some impact in cognitive function with, like, reaction times and, like, getting up to do shit because you're under the influence. But to be fair, that shit goes away after you, like, not smoke for three days. So, he goes on TV, says all this wild shit, and it's just not even factual. And it's just based on just no logic behind it. <sighs> oh, my fault. He was 10, by the way. I said he was, like, 12. So, it's just, he said this shit, and it's like, yo. And I just feel like he just reflects like society as a whole when they don't come to like terms with how he yeah. works and stuff like that. He's a perfect example of what um, there we go. He's a perfect of a ignorant society um, and their ignorant views about cannabis. Um, I smoked earlier. I was actually hungover a little bit because I went out celebrating last night um, and then I just like hit a little I like I literally sprinkled some bud and then I hit it. <laughs> I think you said sprinkle I felt, it. Yeah. Like you sprinkle like fucking what is it cilantro on top of your yeah, pasta basically let me just sprinkle a little bit. Uh-huh. and then um sprinkle a little I, felt bit instant, I felt instantly better um i felt like you know like i wasn't nauseous or groggy or anything like all the body aches you know it mm-hmm. went it goes away that that in and of itself is a perfect example of how cannabis works and actually aids you in your daily how it does life more good yeah 
Yeah, more good than bad. Like, but that's the thing. What was, I want to know what he could possibly tell me about what that would have done to me in that moment. Like, you think that it makes you... He like, there's just, like, this whole stigma that marijuana is um, attributed to you being a shit member of society when that's not the case. If anything, I actually... makes you violent, depending on who you have. Which is crazy, because I have... Okay, so I've dealt with a lot of rage issues my whole life. Shit, you um, Yeah, you know. That's uh, it. Right. So, like, it's <laughs> from traumas of my past, right? So, I had a lot of, like, rage. And it was not until I started smoking weed where my relationships with my family got better. Um, I'm not as easily, uh, I'm not as easily angered and enraged by things or, um, annoyed by them. Um, even my family really, they notice it in me and they're like, yeah, you're a lot more chill. And I'm like, yeah, cause I fucking smoke. Um, yeah, it just makes me a lot more calm person. Do I think that some people like there, uh, that comes from the importance of knowing what kinds of weed too that you smoke. There's indicas, there's sativas, there's hybrids. Um, if you're not, if you don't want any of the effects of marijuana, you can go with the CBD joint, which I had the privilege of smoking the other day, which is actually, How does that so, work? oh, they're so relaxing. I was actually pretty, pretty, pretty shocked, um, at the effects. It's not, you don't feel high. I did combine it with a real blunt too. So that really enhances it, to be honest. That's <laughs> really <laughs> She said it enhances it. But no, just the CBD blunt, like, you are just hanging out. Like, you're not... You're not high, like the psychoactive effects. You mm-hmm. just chill. Yeah, it's the shit that matters to you on a regular. Like if for, if so, if somebody has anxiety, I recommend CBD. It it's the high without the like the side effects. Yeah, yeah. like you know, the, the thing that makes you paranoid. Yeah. So the fact that he says that and like and that's what I'm just like people just don't research shit because all the stuff he said is like easily disputed. Yeah. Easily. Like but a, the like fact that he's a platform that people are not going to dispute because they think that just because he has a degree, um, he has a doctoral degree in clinical psychology, no, he's, he's not like, he, yeah, but he doesn't have a license, exactly, which is the part where you take license. a board exam and to pass be able, shit. yeah, and pass it because they, that proves that you that know that what you the know. fuck you're talking You can about. go through school the whole way and get a degree in something, even the doctoral degree, that doesn't prove, like, he could have paid somebody to make, hey, niggas out here paying people to get into school. You don't think Dr. Phil could have paid somebody to write his papers for him? Come on, now. I'm back. He paid his tuition. Yeah, but you can't pay somebody. <laughs> oh, but you can't pay somebody to take a boards test for you in that way and, and get away with it. So, Doctor Phil, you fucking dumbass bitch. Like you don't know anything. Doctor Phil, don't I? I don't understand why. Why there? I'll never understand why there's such a stigma about marijuana. Um, I there is there isn't an argument that. That validates that any kind of opinion, yeah. negative opinion on it to there's, me. There's, there's more negative arguments about alcohol. Like, when you get drunk, you're more likely to act like a buck-ass wild lunatic. Facts. When you're on mud, you're probably like, mm, I don't care. Mm, I don't care. Yeah, man, you're not really trying to do anything. I'm not trying to fight with anybody. What do you mean I'm going to get more violent? What do you mean I'm going to get more violent? No, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. I can't no, even no. muster up the courage to get off this couch right now. No, I'm not about to get more violent with you. If anything, I could care less. Like, like, chill. Chill, chill, chill. No, Dr. Phil, um, you are wrong, 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 wrong. Uh, marijuana does not have, uh, does not contribute to violent outbursts in a child. Yeah, maybe your brain is still developing until 25. We'll have to fact check you on that shit. I'm going to get my doc, my brother on the show one day, and we can definitely go into the mar- medical marijuana thing. Um, and I'm sure, because he doesn't actually, my brother doesn't smoke, but he has before, but he's not, that's not his thing. He's just like, I just don't like being high. 
And he tried it. But I, right, right. And I'm sure, um, but I'm sure if uh, we were talking about, about CBD, he'd probably like, yeah, the CBD. It, I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but I would I would love to get his opinion on it because I'm sure it'd probably be like, if you don't want the, like, I don't like psychoactive effects of marijuana. This is my brother. This is as my brother's talking. Um, but I do see the effects, uh, like the the benefits of like a CBD, which is without the psychoactive um, effects of marijuana. My brother, it can be very anxious and I actually do think he would benefit from it. So I would love to talk to him about that. But um, people having this, putting a negative outlook on others who smoke and demonizing it is just contributing to that culture The that... You know, people who smoke are shit people and people who smoke are degenerates and people who smoke will never amount to anything in life. I think my dad has totally told me that and I was like, dad, Bill Gates smokes and smoked before. Really powerful people smoke before. Obama smoked before. Um, He's like, well, you're not Obama. And I'm like, well, I mean, I mean, you don't know that yet. Exactly. So... I think that as they've watched me, they've definitely changed their tune about it. Um, Granted, I don't ever like, I don't really like to smoke in front of them like that. It just feels like disrespectful. But I think that they, like with my vape pen, they don't really care. Um, I think they're actually more happy that I'm happy and I'm stable and I'm not picking fights and easily outraged. I hear me no bully and shit. How do your parents feel about um, weed? I mean... Do they know you smoke? they, They don't care I smoke. I'm just not in the house for that shit. Loud! Yeah. I think that, like, if you are, if, I think some people genuinely don't like the smell of weed. I don't know how you it's cannot like it. I don't know how you cannot like it. But I can get it because sometimes when people smoke some dank shit, it, it's. If you're getting regs, it smells like skunk. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can get that Reggie. Yeah. yeah, but if you're getting good buds, it smells like delicious. Like, ooh, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think people really need to chill out about. I think there's way more benefits and a way more and such a market for medical marijuana and for CBD that the continuation to demonize this, um, like the use of it, is just it's just putting our society backwards. Do you feel like the stigma behind this is just due to lack of actual education on the shit and how it works, and just people just being misinformed about how it works and they're just making assumptions about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Misinformed by people like Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil. You unlicensed motherfucker. Yeah, like you're unlicensed. Like stop giving people, stop acting like you're, like I can see why, um, is, uh, that's just like, what's that other doctor? Relationship advice. Oh wait, he does that too. Right. Never mind. And didn't he like divorce his wife or some shit? Give relationship advice? Ain't that a bitch? The irony. (laughs) The irony in it all. Yeah, I don't know. For those of y'all who didn't hear me because I might have said that low as shit. I compared Dr. Phil to Steve Harvey because he gives relationship advice and that shit don't fucking work because he got divorced from his first wife or yeah. whatever the fuck. So you don't think that somebody can give relationship advice if they've... If they're not, not qualified, absolutely the fuck What not. makes you qualified to give relationship advice? Be... Okay, so... Wouldn't it be experience? Not experience, but just being able to like back up the shit you say with like... With what? Like factual evidence. Where do you get the facts? Sense. What? Where do you get the facts? You get the receipts and then you read them Where, the, where are the receipts? You find the receipts and you read them aloud. Don't you, when you say that, <laughs> wouldn't you say that the receipts though are like Through from like, experience? It's like a mix of like experience, like asking other people. It's like getting date. It's more like, you know, experience plus other people's experiences and shit. Because that's how you come to a conclusion on stuff, really. You yeah, got to so, gather data, analyze it, collect it, and go from there. So you're saying that about Steve Harvey because you don't think that he does that? No. 
Okay. Uh, I just feel like he just says the shit just to say it because I'm on a TV show. He doesn't do like the the hard work behind the scenes to like fact check the shit he says. No, yeah, I think a lot of people don't, um, which is what we try to do here a lot. I like I'm real strict, <laughs> like stringent on that. I want to make sure shit. that we are. Shit, yes, she is. Okay. Yeah, because I don't want to shit. I don't. I don't. No. I no. think it's like my biggest upsetting thing is to be um, like talking about something and then like be wrong. Be loud and wrong. Yeah, loud and wrong. No, you can't be loud and wrong about something. Um, it's just not gonna like that. Just cra- like craps all over your credibility, and I don't want that. Like. Don't let, it's like letting somebody walk around with their zipper down. Bro, don't fucking let me walk around with my fucking zipper down. You fucking tell me I'm fucking walking around with my zipper down, you piece of shit. You, you ain't here for me. You fucking ain't here for me. I'm not here with that. You ain't not, no. with, you're not with it. Like, so if I'm saying something that's not right and like you know that it's not right, obviously like just like say something about it. Like don't just continue to let me say the wrong thing. So Dr. Phil, nigga, you wrong. Um, that's not what, every single thing that you said does not equate to that child being violent. Maybe he's violent well, more because of that. yeah. Maybe it's not just everything. Maybe he it's a, he's a product of his environment. One hundred percent. Maybe he's seeing uh, like there's stuff that the mom is not telling you that he's seeing that's that has what, made him this way. That's what maybe the he's maybe ended with, right. actually. It was like it could be more so than just like him smoking weed could be other shit going on like other external factors like is his dad in the picture right we don't, right. We don't know that right or just like how does his mom hit him exactly like is there other shit going on like you just said that we don't know about so we can't just be like oh it's because we we don't know that we don't know like i think that the child is a i don't think that that has anything to do with it i think that um if anything that maybe the smoking weed is actually making him less violent for and he could be a lot worse if he wasn't smoking. Smoke weed. I mean, every do I think an eleven year old should be smoking weed? Fuck no. Like maybe you should not, my nigga. Like you probably should not be smoking you weed should. at eleven years old. Who am I to police other people? But do I think? But yeah. Should, or anybody in general. Do I think somebody should be smoking weed at 11 years old? Not really. Do I think that it's my job to police that person? No. But do I also... <laughs> no. Do I also think that um, that child is... Def- is uh, Like the advent of him smoking weed is a reaction to his environment? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's where it needs it to be more, di- like dive deeper to into. Instead yeah. of just like... Because the thing is, motherfuckers are quick to just write somebody off without, you know, doing the research and shit. Because... How many times have you seen people write somebody off as being crazy without trying to get to know that person? Yeah, it's the easiest thing to do. It's the crazy. Case in point, Kanye. Kanye's fucking crazy. You can ask anyone on the street right now, they wouldn't, you wouldn't find one person that say Kanye isn't crazy. But to be fair, Kanye's been through some shit. I said this before. I said time and time again. After his mom passed away, Kanye lost his goddamn mind. He yeah, a lot of people have lost their, mom, their moms. My best like, friend lost her mom at 16 years old. Like I'm saying, after he lost his mom, that, like, here's the thing. That fucked him up, and he never really talked about it. That is the reason why I fucked him. It is, it is the reason it is that way, but it isn't an excuse. I'll say that. Yeah, but you can tell he never got closure from that shit because it still like fucked him. For sure, I definitely agree with that. For sure, Um, but it isn't uh, there. The reason for something is not the excuse for it either. I get that is a big part, and I think people forget that. And that's the thing I'm trying to be like, hey. There's more to it than like what you fucking see. So do the research. That's not like, hey, Kanye's fucking crazy, but that's because he's been through some shit. The same thing with you know, doctor. The same Dr. Phil. I was just saying like, hey, JJ's he's a bad fucking kid. Let's figure out why before we just write it off as him smoking weed. You get me? That's it. Right. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that. Um. Yeah. Nice. No, 
That's just my life. That's like actually goes back to like the whole like it's. I think people are very quick to not look at. Just quick to write shit off. I, yeah, like I say all the time, whatever your kid is, it's a product of you and your parenting. Always, it is. Yeah, that's how you say yeah, it. Yeah, your kids are a reflection of you. Yeah. So what? What? How about instead of um, getting on the child about how he is being, what is the parent doing? Is the parent not at fault? Like, I don't never understand parents that kick their kid out of the house. Like, it's going to do them better. That doesn't happen in um, island culture. It just doesn't. That's not a thing. Um, No, like, actually, if anything, they're going to lock your ass in your room until you fucking act right. Figure it out. Yeah, the I think the kicking the child out or like doing it in that way where it's 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 counterintuitive. You're only teaching it, teaching your kid that it's their fault. Pretty much. Or like, and there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Talk about blows to your ego from the person who's supposed to build you up only. Mm. And them not taking, now you're teaching them to not take to responsibility like, not take for, responsibility, their, but for like, their oh. actions and what they contributed and to it. And blaming it on, like, you know, other sources. No, like I'm not here for that. No, no. Anybody, 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 anybody got time for that? Right. I, mean, I wish we, I want to, like, put that in there. It's like a little, we got to get a mixer. I told you I get a soundboard. Right. Um. So this one is actually this is my fa- This is uh my favorite. Wait, what the fuck? Topic of oh, the shit. day. Oh shit, nah. All right. Um. Everybody, listen up. Listen up. We're talking about transgender people. Yes, trans people. Trans people, guys. Woo. I'm only saying it like that because people have, people are probably like, oh, ears are hot. What's she gonna say she about the trans? What is what's she gonna say about the trans people? My ears. All right, so we're actually talking about trans people in sports. Um, the article I'm referencing is from Wired, and um, is a, Wired. yeah, there was yeah. one that was a Wired, a Wired. It was a video too. Yeah, there was a video. There was, was a Wired. Video the one I'm referencing right now is trans athletes uh, are shaking up sports. So basically, the article talks about um, how I don't know if anybody, if everybody's following this lately. There's a recently a lot of trans people have been um, entering uh, the sports to their gender that they identify as. That means that um, male to female trans women are entering cisgender women's sports as well, and vice versa. But the issue that we're specifically talking about is trans women in cisgender women's sports, right? So there was an article I had read prior, and I'll find it in a second for you all, where um, where uh, they're getting really upset at that. Like, there was a woman that was talking about how... Um, they're taking fair. spots from cisgendered women, and it isn't fair. That's not fair. Um, what are your thoughts? I'll tell you my thoughts in a minute. What are your thoughts on that? Tra- so, we're, yeah, guys, uh, sorry about that. Um, nah, you go first. Trans women. You go first. I went first on the doctor field shit. Um, I know this is a really touchy topic for people, and we want to be, I do want to be as mindful of others as possible. I know... I'm very blunt about my opinion, so Shit, yeah, you are. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about this opinion, um, Shit, yeah. because it is going to come from a very fact-based place, right? At the end of this, do I believe that trans women and trans people, sorry, trans people, um, should be able to 
live their life the way that they want and should so choose and should never be faulted for it? Yes, 100%. I will not sit here and lie and say that I believe that I fully understand it because I don't. Because it's not me. That's not my truth. I don't understand it because it isn't, I can't, I, I can be compassionate, but I can't be empathetic because I, it's not, I can't, I, can't, I yeah, I can't cannot relate. relate. Can't relate. What I can relate to is being a cisgendered woman of color growing up in this, in today's world, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, when somebody is trans, especially trans woman, you are I need you to turn that off, please. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm about to get hyped on it because if I hear that ding again, I'm going to freak out. So I believe that... Now you made me lose my place. Now I don't even remember. You lost your place. I lost my place because you're distracting me. Because that little ass ding that you want to make attention to. Because they can hear it. ding. Yes. It picks up everything. It picks up the ambient noise. Of course, it's going to hear it. Sorry, guys. So yeah. So trans people, um, I I think I left off on... um, yeah, I believe that they are oh, they have a right to live their life the way that they want. Um, I also, in my opinion, they are, again, trans women. Your truth is seeing, is what you think womanhood is. It isn't actually womanhood. You can change your features because you know you don't feel. I get. I get that you were born in a body that you don't. That you feel don't feel like you born. Is your is yours. I get that. I fully get that. I'm also a very spiritual person, so I also believe in um, karmic things. And y'all can follow me all you want, but maybe it's a karmic <laughs> thing that you're in this body. Maybe it's a lesson you're learning, or you're, or it's something that you're giving back to the world to be living in your most authentic self. I get that. And good, good karma or bad, right? But obviously, to them, it may be a bad one because they don't feel okay in their body. And people are often coming for them for living their life their most authentically as they can, right? But you're also not taking into consideration that there are fundamental biological differences that you will never, ever, and societal differences that you will never, ever, ever have to experience. I'm sorry. I vote no on trans women in, in female sports, in the cisgender female sports. I vote no. Because you are different. That's why you're beating them. No matter how many hormones you take, you are more apt to the sport than the woman is. You have different capabilities that make you, that give you an advantage. I'm looking at a photo on the Vice article right now and it is clear, it is a cisgender woman. I'm sorry, it's a trans man, trans woman lifting up uh, the amount of weight that I'm sorry a woman it's gonna take her so much more cisgender woman so much more to be able to lift that weight point blank I get that you feel like you're born in the wrong body but as you thought that you actually you're you still don't know what it's like to be woman actual woman bleed every month woman without your oh with without any consent to you you just gotta do it you're just gonna bleed or that, or take fucking, uh, fucking um, birth controls <laughs> so that you, I so that you can I, stop I, it. I try not to laugh. I say you gonna bleed a man. You are, you yeah. Bleed. Not only that, you. You gonna bleed? I know every woman can uh, can understand this. Every single month, you maybe have two, and that is on a good month. You got two weeks, two and a half at the most, where you feel one hundred percent. When you're good, you're chilling. You, you can do it. You're like, all right, I got this. 
And then the rest of it, you don't feel that way. And that's on a good month, right? So you're not gonna have, you don't have to deal with those things. You don't have to deal with um, the oppression that women face. Like you don't know the history of it. And that's where I'm coming from. Like you're, there's the whole lack of it. Like you want, you want to assert your right in this, in this world as much as you want, but you're also, you're trying to be part of a community that has existed since the beginning of time and without any real knowledge on what it's like to be a woman. No, you know what it's like to be a trans woman. And which is what you think and what your observation of being a woman is. And it's not that it's like, not that it's a bad thing, but also you don't really know. So that being said, you want to be part of the community, but you're not, you're just like, like a, with true male bravado, I'm sorry, with, which is probably what is left asserting yourself like you have the right to come in here and be whatever you want and be part of the female sports when you know in your heart of hearts that you have advantages over these women that they do not how much more do cisgender women have to fucking give up in this world for like for men sorry that's what it is like i'm real sorry about that but it is i'm fucking tired of it i don't think it's cool guess what maybe make your own sport you want to be your own thing so badly make your own sport maybe there should be trans like, female sports like trans sport, male put sports them in their own category that's yeah. my thing. Well, that's what I mean by sports. Like yeah. maybe your own category. Yeah. You shouldn't have your own category. It shouldn't be mixed in that way. Like, yeah, use whatever fucking bathroom you want. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit about that. But I give a shit when they're beating women at their at a sport that is supposed to be all biological women with the same things. Now you're now you're putting a whole other element into it that they can't live up to. Now they're taking Olympic spots from athletes who've been working for this their whole life and now you decided based off of what you feel inside and what you see in the culture what womanhood is now you think that you can like come in and do it and take it and it's not fair Wait, it isn't it's wildly unfair but here's the wildest shit so let me see there's this british rapper i don't remember his name right on top of my head he identified as a woman just to um just to prove a point that essentially he can identify as a woman and just go do women shit and break records and to be fair, he shouldn't be able to do that because okay. because he isn't. That's, but the thing is, though, you know, like trans people when they tra- they transition. Yeah, you, they say genitalia doesn't matter. We're not talking about genitalia. No, no, We're talking no. about biological no, no, I'm talking things. About, that's something. Yeah. So even though they've transitioned right to their new whatever they want to identify themselves as. Anyway, so. <laughs> They transition to whatever they, they want to identify themselves, right? You with me, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So, the thing is, although they transition, they still have, their testosterone levels are still higher than women. Yeah, they're not completely gone. Their bone structure is still different than women. Yeah, so, unless you get it, like, changed, right? Yeah. Right. So, it's still... Muscularly at, still at different a dis- than They're women. still at a disadvantage. Yeah. Women are still at a disadvantage because they have to... They don't have the bone structure, they don't have the, you know, the levels of testosterone that men have. So it legit puts them at a disadvantage. Like the Yeah, rest, their biological makeup like the rest puts them at an advantage like, over women's okay. biological biological women makeup. It does. Yeah, it just beats them. So in that article they talk about the wrestler, right? The high school wrestler, I think, or college wrestler that transitioned and she she wrestles other women and she beats the shit out of them because she's fucking bigger. She's like way bigger than them. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to make it, there's no surgery that's going to make your bone structure and your molecular levels, and your, sorry, not molecular levels, your muscular tissue smaller. 
Like there or less. There's not. There's there not. isn't one. That's why I was saying earlier, like they should have their own like separate category to, you know, because it's not fucking fair that they go go against women and they're just like breaking records, doing all this other shit. When yeah, that's crazy to me. That was the article that you showed me. Yeah. I think that was crazy. That was like towards the end of it. There yeah. Was, like, it's just not fair, it's and not fair. Um, I don't want this to, to be like an attack on trans people because it isn't at all. I do want you, yes, live your most authentic self. I have some trans friends, and I like I love them to death, and I want them to be there. I don't ever want them to be hurt or to feel like they don't belong or feel any yeah. kind of negativity. But also, in the same token, I know that they fully understand that we are not the same. I do have way more like you, like you have struggles, but I got struggles too. So you want to be a part of you want to claim womanhood. Know what the struggles that the, of the society that you're, that trying, you're to claim. trying to claim. Yeah. yeah, don't don't sit there and act like you know because you don't. You don't. You, really don't. you will never know. You won't. The same way I will never know your struggle. You will never know my struggle. But guess what? I'm not trying to be you. You are trying to be this, or you, or you believe that you're this. They're like. That's just what it is, and the, there does that like the same way that the compassion needs. They want the compassion for themselves. It's like a demand of compassion, and like how are you supposed to do that? No, like how if you're gonna demand the same um, treatment, how about you treat the community that you're trying to be a part of the same way that you want to be treated, fairly, right? And fair would be making their own category because you know you know that good you, damn well. Yeah, man, I'm not about to go up against like let's say let's say you transition, right? You, I'm like. <laughs> You're probably still gonna beat me, no matter how many hormones you take to uh, raise your estrogen levels and lower your testosterone levels. Um, yes, thank you. Genetically, genetically, it is different, and I don't. Everybody wants to blur the line of and of differentiating different sex of people and genders and stuff. And there's like this whole attack on gender roles and um, masculinity versus femininity and female versus male, but. It's just creating this environment. It's actually creating a really toxic environment where people don't feel like they can say them something because they're going to offend someone else or you feel like you have to stifle your own uh, opinion about something that's clearly at a detriment to you because you don't want to hurt another group's feelings when that's not the case. There's just facts of the matter. And the fact of the matter is they are different and different is okay. It is okay to be different. But if you want to claim being different, own the differences and be respectful of them. And I, so point blank, I don't think that um, trans athletes should be mixed with cisgender athletes in that way for sports. So, um, yeah, like I said, that's just give them their that. own separate cat. Like, like I said, yeah. no disrespect to trans people. No disrespect whatsoever. Just like, hey, just have a separate category when it comes to like sports and stuff. Because to be fair, mm-hmm. you're at a disadvantage. Or you're at, you're at a natural advantage that other women don't have. Yeah, you, they, that's exactly. There we go. They, they have a natural advantage that women, Don't cisgendered have. women, do, do not, not have. have. And that's my whole gripe with I think them. the craziest thing I read was when Carmen, uh, or her, was when Carmen Carrera was on some show. She's, uh, she was on America's Next Top, uh, not America's Next Top, she was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Her, uh, she transitioned, I guess, really early. She's talking about, um, her transition. Actually, she, oh, it was on, uh, Couples Therapy. And um, she's trans. She's talking about her transition. And how you know it's really crazy for her that you know men would treat her so certain way. Like, was that really the clip where Joe Budden? Yeah, like, it is that clip. It is oh. that clip. It's that clip. It is. Yeah. So, I didn't mean to laugh because his face. I was it like, was. He was so confused. Like because she looks like a woman. But he, he was. Genu- she looks like a cis woman. But he was genuinely confused. He was like, what the. Yeah, because Carmen looks like a cis woman. She does. 100%, right? So, um, that being said, Carmen's talking about how men would treat her and ogle her and, like, be really lewd. And I'm like, 
Welcome to womanhood. That is what that's it's what, like what it every that's single how... day since birth for a cis woman. Oh. Well, fucking welcome. Do you want me to feel sorry no, no, for no. you for you, it? You can... No, I fucking don't. No. It's part. It's part of it. It's fucking part of it. No, you can tell she didn't read the pamphlet. That's all. Yeah, right. She, Thank you. She, maybe maybe there should be a pamphlet for it. See, that's what I don't like. I don't care for the like assertion that you are this thing but you're not really doing any like what do you know about being women do you know any historical famous women do you know any women who have uh, who have really paved the way for other women what do you know about being a woman besides what you saw on on fucking billboards and catalogs and modeling ads because that's where it comes from yes it does it's what you saw from the outside of being a woman let me know what you know about it and where you learned that from and then we can have a real conversation about it but until then I don't really want to fucking hear it mm. <clears throat> mic drop Alright. Alright, guys. <laughs> and on that note. That's it for wait, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be back wait, with what our the fuck? with our closing outro and we'll be right back, guys. Alright guys, and we're back. I hope you enjoyed our latest episode. We're gonna start rolling out of here. We wanna leave you guys off with um if you as you guys know, we are a Miami local podcast. So we wanna big up everything in Miami, what's going on, especially artist stuff. Um we have a friend of ours named Marcel. Marcel the singer. Marcel is that his name? That's his actual his own name. Marcel the singer. Um, and they're doing a show he's not the only person on there I think he goes on on Saturday by the way guys but there's also a performance by Dominique Renee Amber Amber? Um, and Amber sings right that's what it's called that's okay no I think it's just Amber and then uh, no, it's Liddell the Broken. Yeah. Um, but we know him as Marcel. But yeah. So there, it's called the A2F Showcase. Um, that's November 9th at. Um, 9th and 10th. Yeah, the 9th and 10th. Are you sure? No, it's not. It's just the 9th. It's the 9th and 10th. Okay. It's at 12 a.m. Yeah. So it's, um, again, that was the A2F Showcase at the Miami, at the Compound Miami. And that's 2010 Northwest Miami Court. Miami, Florida. I'll try to post a link um, in the bio so you guys can check it out. I think there's a ten dollar ticket cover, which is nothing, guys. Um, that's really nothing. You guys can show sp- that out you to spend support it at local Starbucks artists. every morning, though. Right? I spend that. Bitch, stop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So for the hurt. price of a fucking stuff for your Starbucks order, you guys can go see the show again. That's the A2F showcase, November 9th from nine to twelve a.m. It is 18 plus, and that is at the Compound Miami. That's 2010 Northwest Miami Court, Miami, Florida. Shouts out to Marcel, doing big things, doing big things. I'm going to try and go and check it out. Um, And again, guys, uh, go and support your local artists. There's also that... uh, Compa, or no, not Compa. It's like a Soka Fest or Island Fest for all my island people out that's there. That's That's at the. That's at our house. I think that's tonight. That's um, what I was thinking of. That's tonight. Uh, that's supposed. To, that's supposed to be a lot of fun. Guys, go check that out. Again, that's at our house. It's a island um, music thing. Uh, I don't know what the actual name of that is. I should probably tell you, but whatever. <laughs> I'm sure if you're in Miami, you know what it is. But it is at our house, and that is tonight, Friday the eighth. November 8th, um, and then again, the A2F uh, showcase is tomorrow night, Saturday the 9th, 9 to 12 at the Compound Miami. Um, what else we got? What do you got planned for this weekend, buddy? I'm going to tell you, girl, I got to work this weekend. That's yeah, why I go to Marcel's show. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah dope, dope. Um, I'm most likely gonna go. Um, I'm not doing anything else anyway, and I want to be able to go and support my local artists, guys. If you guys, uh, please leave comments. If you guys listen to us on Anchor, we there's this feature where you can actually leave voice notes or comments on the show. Leave us wanna... questions and shit yeah. for us to talk about. Yeah, leave us some questions. Oh, your, your yeah. side piece acting up? Tell us about it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> give you more advice on it. We'll just talk about it, uh, give you a different perspective. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, this is what we do here. We have unfiltered, unabashed conversations with one another. Things that you unfiltered, unabashed conversations. <laughs> yeah, things that you don't um, out here using SAT words and shit. Right? That's cool. Things that you don't normally talk, like you don't maybe you don't feel comfortable talking about amongst other people. But we're trying to make it more comfortable because everybody is entitled to their opinions. Everybody is entitled to think the way that they want. But you do also have to be open to get having your opinion changed, especially when it's based on facts, y'all. So. AKA the receipts. Yeah, bring them under the receipts. So, yeah. Um, write comments. You guys can also leave comments on um, on Spotify as well as the podcast, the Apple Podcast app and Pocket Cast. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. Keep showing your support. Uh, again, send us comments, questions, whatever you want, whatever you guys want us to talk about, how we can make the show better. Or if you got like a wild story or some shit you want to share, you can tell us too. We'll Ooh, keep yeah. we like you we know, can keep it anonymous. anonymous. Yeah, we got you. you. Yeah. But if, yeah, you had a wild ass weekend. Hey, let's do we it. Got, we got you. Hey, hey, you got hey. some tea. Hey, heard you. All right, guys. I'm Rude Ty. and I'm Petty. And this was highly offensive. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Excellent.